On the other side of it, though, as we look back to this loss, 1916 at the hands of the Buccaneers, so they're clinging on by a thread to the NFC uh, South division lead right now with the Carolina Panthers nipping at their heels. This is a game where let's just set the, the result aside for a minute. Tyler Vasquez, dream wish fulfilled. Greg Dortch reemerges as if out of the mist, as if they had cast him off onto a lake that you could not see him, just floating on a raft, tethered by a very fine string. And then suddenly they just slowly pulled him back into shore and he broke out in a big way in this game. Yeah. I, it me. It, it made me and here's upset. the problem, friends. It made here's me upset more than anything. Yeah. That Tyler Vasquez, this is what they've done to him. They've broken. <sighs> the leader of the Bird Gang Travel Club has been broken down to a point this season that even when Greg Dorch finally gets a chance to shine, it doesn't matter. Because the man, no and, and it's only a reminder of what he could have been, right? It makes no sense. There we go. The All last right. two games prior to this, he gets 10 total snaps. Total snaps. Yep. 10. Adds up to me. <laughs> this game, <laughs> he plays like the primary role. And it's not like Rondell Moore's been there the last two weeks. Like, who did he sub in for? It wasn't any of those guys. I mean, it, it was might have been Hollywood Brown. Like it, it did see that it did seem like that's who was being the sacrificial lamb to giving um Greg Dorch more snaps this game. Yeah. But uh, and he was injured all throughout the week, so it makes sense, but what doesn't make sense when you look at Greg Dorch's performance this year, and let me just kind of give you these numbers. Week I one. I can't because yeah. week, week one, Kansas City. So brutal. I just looked this, at it. Yeah, this is Rondell Moore being out. What week one, nine targets, seven receptions. I'm just gonna give you the receptions. I'm not gonna give you like yards, touchdowns, yeah. any of that. He's got a plenty of that too. Uh week three, ten catches or ten targets, nine catches. Week eleven, this is against in Mexico against the Niners. 10 catches, nine or 10 targets, nine receptions. So, I mean, like, he's averaging like a 90% in games where he's getting like 10 targets. Um, and then on Sunday or Sunday night, 11 targets, 10 catches. I mean, the guy, he on 51 targets this year caught 44 of them, 86%. And that was with three different quarterbacks throwing because the Mexico game was Colt McCoy. This game was Trace McSorley. And the other games was uh, Kyler Murray. So, <laughs> Like, when you look at the numbers, I'll give you an example. And I hate no, that no. I picked here's a great Here's a great one. I really want to encapsulate. Now, he does okay, have a touchdown. Ahead. He does have a touchdown in this stretch. But you mentioned the first three weeks of the season. Because even week two, four catches on four targets, 55 four targets. yards, and Not a touchdown. <laughs> now, from week, so over one, two, three, four games from uh, Carolina through Seattle, he had a total of five catches for 23 yards total mm -hmm. book ended by 19 catches in the last two games for over 200 total yards. And those first three weeks when he had 20 catches, 20 catches for a, almost 200 yards, he literally in five games has given you basically has given you 40 catches, 400 yards, two touchdowns and somewhere in the middle of it all. They just decided, you know what I'm thinking, though? We really got to go trade for – and this is what I wanted to add. I know, I know it all has to be just eating at you. You trade for Robbie Anderson, who does nothing for you over the stretch of this. So you give away draft capital. When you have someone like – he already proved it for you. He proved it over the first three weeks, and it's like you actively chose to shut him down and go with a veteran wide receiver who, by the way, in his NFL career has – 
for, for the most part, been nothing but a disappointment based on expectations. This solely comes down to height. That's all it is. I mean, you traded for Robbie Moore because he's or Robbie Moore. You traded for Robbie Anderson because he is a taller receiver. Yeah. You played AJ Green. So let me give you these numbers. AJ Green, go. one game of 50 yards. That's it. Total yards, 128 in, in 11 games played. Greg Dortch, five games of 50 plus yards. Total yards, 324 in eight games. So he did three times the production in less time than A.J. Green. But because A.J. Green is taller, sure, he's getting the snaps. And it's like, Cliff, you're an idiot. Like, I get it. You want to have <laughs> a tall is- guy out there, maybe because your quarterback's shorter. But, God, like, it makes no sense. Here, I want to give you this, too. Here, let's sure. hold on. Yeah, what he did yesterday, you know, it was by far the most detailed he's been. Uh, alignment, assignment, you know, the technique, the route depth, all those things. And like I said, I'm really proud of how he responded. We challenged him to, hey, man, <clears throat> these last three weeks, let's let's do it um, like a pro in each and every snap. And we took him off the return duty so he could focus on that. And uh, he responded. And you can mm-hmm. see when we said it along, when he knows what he's doing and he's running routes and catching the ball and in space, done a great job and uh so we just got a bit off that but but i like what i saw yesterday yeah so that's cliff kingsbury uh yesterday he didn't love in the first three weeks but he really he really came around to the idea <laughs> so he, really said, on him. he said it's been a process yeah been a process been a process like yeah, that's right he's making it sound like greg dorge like has been some like, oh, he doesn't know what route he's running the wrong route all the time. And he's like, he's been getting better because he's studying the playbook more. Something to that nature. I, I mean, I just don't get it because, okay, so here's the process. I tweeted these out. There was a video from training camp, from training camp where uh, it says wide receiver Greg Dorch getting separation at Arizona Cardinals training camp. And he's just torching somebody. That's in, that's in August. Okay. Then in October, uh, Bleacher Report Gridiron, the wide receivers creating the most separation in 2022. Guess who was number one in the entire NFL with 4.4 yards of separation? Greg, hey, does that really matter though? Like, does being open really matter in the NFL? Well, I, here's what I'm going to say. <laughs> here's what I'm going to say. When you look at his targets and his and his catches, <laughs> it's not like he's just getting open and like doing nothing with it. Yep. Like it, it translates so uh, to production with him. So it's, it's, I mean, we could say AJ Green maybe gets open, but we've seen how that translates. It doesn't, Greg, it doesn't help you. So Greg Dorch played 91% of the snaps in week one, 71 and 81 in weeks two and three. Then it's 36% in week four. He played 3% in week five, 6% in week six. Move past some mediocre ones, 53% in week seven, 8% in week nine, 3% in week 10. Did not see the field in week 12, 5% in week 14, 9% in week 15. Like, and inside of those games, by the way, AJ Green. So every time that Greg Dorch wasn't playing, AJ Green is playing 60%, 57% of the snaps. Meanwhile, Robbie Anderson is playing 31 and 37% of these snaps. Like, listen, if you want to sit here and tell me that Robbie Anderson is the mold of player that you want to have compliment, whatever, or that AJ Green, because I listen, nothing but a fan of them. If you want to tell me these guys fit the functionality of your team, great. But then there has to be a production correlation here between those decisions. And the idea that A.J. Green at this point of his career or Robbie Anderson at this point of his career is more deserving. By the way, Robbie Anderson that you traded for in season is more deserving of reps than a guy that was showing it to you in camp and showing it to you on the field to start the season. I mean, listen, you can make like – 
what is the wins and losses? Remember, 12 games through this season, I highlighted the alternate universe where every one possession game goes the other way. They would have been a 6-6 six and six team. And you're going to tell me that the production that Greg Dorch has on the field for you couldn't have made a difference in some of those instances. It, it, it blows my mind, man. And having that line come out from Cliff Kingsbury is just confounding. Do you see this follow that I got because of all the Greg Dorch love oh, over the go. over the course of uh, the weekend? That's Mama right. D, Mama That's Dorch right. is right. following Bird Gang Travel on Twitter now because she loves the love that we give uh, like the Dorch, Greg Dorch. Uh, what I'll say to bookend what you're saying here is the one thing I love about Greg Dorch also is on any of these performances, you don't see him going to social media and, and during that stretch, let's bring up a guy that got released, Eno Benjamin. The big knock on Eno right. was that he was flipping out about playing time because he felt that he had produced when given the opportunities. Greg Dorch on social media, anytime he has a good performance, or even when he's not playing, he has not posted anything that is like, I deserve opportunities, give me a shot, you know, whatever. It's all, you know, humbling and, and just... Very great representation by him to, uh, of, of himself and, and probably his family, you know, how he was raised and everything else. Like, <laughs> the guy is just a good dude. Oh, my God. Hold on. Okay, real quick. It was only a sixth-round pick for Robbie Anderson. So you can say, hey, like, who really cares? Yeah, but, again, pick, picks matter. Like, you know what I mean? Tom Brady like, was in the sixth it. round. Yeah, I think it, I think of it less about like the sixth round pick. I think about it more as like you can package your sixth and your fourth to get into the third round if you really see mm -hmm. a player that you like, right? So it still matters, and you can also attach it sometimes to other deals. That's fine. I'll put it to the side. And Tom Brady, it, exactly. And Tom Brady, <laughs> uh, which obviously, obviously, that's what we'll know going into the next year's draft. We'll say that we could know, have had Tom Brady, but we have Robbie Anderson instead. Um, Greg Dortch signed a one-year, seven hundred and eighty thousand dollar contract. With Arizona. Yeah. So, like, he's going to walk and sign somewhere that values him, and we're, and we're going to just blow this opportunity. Yeah. Like, I mean, all, all, so, you know what I mean? Like, again, like, it's like, I don't know. It, it's almost like you're trying to do these two things, right? You sign him for a, this actually, you want to get, you want to get criminal about it? Watch this, Tyler. Greg Dorch shows up in camp, looks electric. Greg Dorch shows up to start the season and looks electric. The Cardinals season is going in the wrong direction, and they try to play a cat and mouse game of not letting Greg Dortch look too good where they can still go ahead and re-sign him in the offseason. Now you finally get down the stretch, and he goes off for these next few games. Like, that's it. The secret's over. Like, people are going to be coming for Greg Dortch this offseason. I'll be very curious what they're willing to do to try to retain him because, I honestly, I think his production in these five games that we showed before – that's too high. Someone is going to look at that and say, hey, we have an elite number one on our roster. Adding a play like Dorch to this is going to make us that much better. And I could I could name 10 teams off the top of my head that would love to have a player like this. I mean, I know we have other things to talk about here, but I just the I, I more, think, the more that we I discuss think. Greg Dorch is the more upset I get and the more likely it is that I start <laughs> talking about him for the New York football giants on social media. You are you are on finally, we've done it. You are now on the Tyler train of Greg Dorch for MVP of the NFL. Uh, I just hate I, seeing young talent get wasted early in their careers because yeah. there's something about the hierarchy and you have to whatever. And then all of a sudden, especially if you're an Arizona Cardinals fan, man, you're just watching this. Get, you, you were smart enough to go sign him, but too dumb to use him in this one-year deal. It, it It's mind-boggling. And that's where we'll get into Cliff. Yes. It's fireable. 
Like it is like you can, you can tell me injuries, 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 but when you're talking about not developing talent and using said talent, like when you see things like that, it just, it, it, to me, there's no excuse to keep him. I mean, there's no excuse to keep Cliff around when he can't even identify a, a guy that could have probably been a pro bowler for you. Like if, if, if Dorch puts up these numbers and plays every game, he's probably knocking on the door of being the top like six receiver in the NFL. We'll go ahead and cap this off here. And then I do have a speaking of when it comes to head coaches, but DeAndre Hopkins missed the first six games due to suspension and Hollywood Brown missed five due to injury in the middle of it. Hollywood Brown played, played 672 snaps for the Cardinals this year. Greg Dorch, who's been available and ready to play, has played 417 snaps. Even, and, and those are the top two guys, and you're your best players, and they're going to play all the time. A.J. Green has played almost 100 more snaps this season than Greg Dorch has. So just something to think about when you're noodling around this offseason. But speaking of terrible head coaches, the other end of the Are we going to go Cliff? Because I would love to tear into him at this point. Yeah, I'd like to. I'd like to. Uh, so this is obviously the tip of the iceberg, I think, for you. What are the other things, especially coming out of this game, nineteen sixteen? Let's just take a beat on it. We know that these games uh, only matter for how high this team can ride inside the standings, but they do fall against the Buccaneers, nineteen sixteen. Again, keeping those Bucks playoff and divisional hopes alive. And this is a game that they were winning at one point, if I'm not mistaken. Do I have that right? Yeah. No, we were. We've been winning every game the last like three, four. Like we were winning in Denver. We were winning this. Uh, we were winning, I think, going into half on this uh, halftime. We were up uh, like, yeah, up 16 6 in this one, up 16 13. Yeah. Yep. You were there. You, you, we've there the been up the last like three. We were up against the Chargers. We were up like you've been up, but you collapsed, which is fine. I want the draft pick and we'll talk more about that in a minute. Right. But Again, when we talk about when I see fans online say like, oh, well, but Cliff, he's had tons of injuries and the injuries keep stockpiling like Byron Murphy shut down for the season. Now, uh, I think we had oh, Buda Baker who goes to IR like you have he came out of the game with an injury and he, he's now done for the season. So you have more and more guys. I think there was a couple more that that went on IR as well. So it's just it's getting worse and worse and worse. And I get that portion. I get injuries. But when I see stupidity. It's just like injuries are one thing, but stupidity is another. And when I go on stupidity, one was Greg Dorch. Two is on third and one on the goal line to pretty much seal the game. And just remember, I get Tampa Bay had been playing well, and Tom Brady looks like a shell of himself. That's still Tom Brady on the other side. You don't want to give him the ball with a couple minutes left. Like, you don't really want to do that. Um, uh, you know, the, the quarterback from Denver ripping the week before, like, sure, may, maybe that's a guy that you can play some games with, but you don't want to do it with Tom Brady. On third and one, when James Conner is ripping off 5.3 yards of carry, mostly up the middle mm-hmm. and at ease, uh, <laughs> you you run him seven times in the second half, but on third and one, you decide to do a pitch play to, on his only snap to rookie. And I, I like Keontae Ingram, and I would love to see more of him, but third and one shouldn't be the first time he's getting the ball on a pitch play that ends up being a fumble and, and you lose that opportunity. And then it ultimately, to me, that's the game changer that, that turns everything around and, and costs you the game and, it, and it's over. You lose the momentum, uh, you know, another momentum play they lose. Yeah. Trace McSorley. Here's another one. Trace McSorley throws that bombed to, to Hollywood Brown for like 40 something yards, best play of the game for him. And the very next play, we run a wildcat to James Connor that gets stuffed out 
like <laughs> for no yards. And it's just like those decision-making between the third and one play and then that play coming off of, of the best throw of the game that's now built some confidence for your third string quarterback who's had little to no success all game. You follow it up with just a dumb play call. And, and wow, it's just, when you see those three things, the no Greg Dorch, the which it's almost like stop playing Greg Dorch because he's just making you look like more of an idiot. <laughs> uh, James Connor on a third and one, which would have pretty much ended the game for you, and then also pri- prior to that, that big throw that you follow up with the Wildcat like those things aren't injury related, those are just stupid decisions that this coach is you can see it on his face. They show video of him on the sideline, and he just looks like, Man, I can't wait to get out of here. There was that article that came out last week about and he did he denied it he said he being cliff said uh no that's not true i'm not looking to get out of here but the gist of the espn article was he feels he hasn't been given the tools i'm sorry you got deandre hopkins you've been given hollywood brown you've been given zach Ertz, you've been given some good old linemen granted they're not healthy but you've been given plenty of pieces but allegedly in the story he feels he hasn't been given the pieces and him and kyler aren't getting along To add into that, and I know you want to comment on this, but I want to give you the last piece. To add into that, during the game, Kyler Murray, uh, they report on his status that he will be getting surgery from the Dallas Cowboys doctor. I think they said it was January 3rd. And then to follow it up, Cliff Kingsbury has been was asked, uh, what's what's the status on Kyler Murray? And he doesn't know. He's like, I, I haven't heard anything. I know in the new year he'll be getting surgery, but I, I, I'm not aware. I'm, I'm not aware like of what's going on with my franchise quarterback. Like, so, I mean, uh, obviously, listen, what a disaster. <laughs> what, I'm sorry. Dude. What a disaster. The like, And, like, you know what it is, too? I'll even just from the high level. I want to just make a couple comments on this game specifically here. But at, a, at the highest level, sometimes – say. <laughs> H HLs here HLs yeah, highest levels. What sometimes the best thing to do is just not say anything. Like everyone looks at and listen, he's one of the greatest yeah. coaches of all time. But when you look at Bill Belichick, you know, and they ask the question, he goes, "Yeah, got got to do better on that play." Yep, got to do better on that play. Yeah, we'll go back. We'll look at tape. He gives all the generic stuff. You don't get any answers out of him, and it's frustrating. And you kind and we and everyone kind of gets on him for that a little bit. But you know what? That's better than. It's saying things like what Cliff says. Talk to Greg Dorch. Told him, hey, man, let's really get it going here. Kind of like those first three weeks when we were playing you and then when we shut you down. But now we're going to ramp you back up because the season's over and it doesn't matter. Or saying, I don't have any, I don't know what's going on with Kyler Murray. Like that's the thing where when you put, and then you push back on the report that you want out of there, you're done, you're going to move on. Do, Do one thing or the other. Be like, yeah, man, it's been a rough season. We'll see how it plays out when it's all said and done. Instead, you're doing. You're giving all of the all of the bait, all of the chum. You're just throwing it in the water and talking out of eight sides of your head. It is such a bad look, man. As a, you know, he doesn't know producing fan of the Arizona Cardinals. God, would I like Cliff Kingsbury to be fired? Yeah, I mean, just brutal. At this now, point, I don't know how anyone can make a case for him. I don't like. I just. It's Other, over. And by the way, a really bad case to make is that you sign is that the contract and the money, right? That's a yeah. bad that's a bad case to make that well, we're already tied to the guy. Again, throwing good money, uh, you know, throwing good money after bad is the is the definition of making a, a bad decision worse, right? So, we'll see how that plays out. Here's what I find fascinating. If you're talking about wanting to win football games, and I know that right now when we talk about it, that's not necessarily the agenda here. 
I looked at, first of all, in the stats in this game, five of 19 on third down for the Arizona Cardinals. Obviously, you know what they're dealing with. They don't have a lot of the quality players. But here's, here's some really brutal examples for me. You go back and you look at this game. They punted from the 30-yard line of Tampa Bay in this game on a fourth and one. Like Yeah, when he normally always goes for it. <laughs> right. Like ah. Again, at a certain point, fourth and one from the 30, when it is three to six here, you go ahead and you, pu- you, go ahead and you punt the ball away looking to pin them. And I want to make a sh- take a look here. Arizona 30, uh, net of 13 yards on that. So that means uh, Tampa Bay got that ball at the 17-yard line. What, what are you what are you sacrificing here? The season yeah. is over. You're not going to win any football games, and you go ahead and you punt from there when you literally need a yard. Now, whether or not you can go and achieve that, as you said, Connor's having a good game here. Feels like you can go get that yard for yourself and give yourself hold, an opportunity. Hold on. It just, hold on. Hold on. Yeah. You know why he doesn't right there? What's that? Because he like he's already got all the crap for going right. for it on fourth down. That he's scared. Right, so now you're allowing like, now you're allowing the, the the media to dictate yes. terms on how you coach. Fantastic, hundred percent. Give me another excuse why he didn't. I, I mean, he's gone for fourth down on his own thirty yard line, let alone, uh, you know, uh, yeah, <laughs> on on the opponent's thirty yard line. Like that doesn't make any sense. And like it, it literally, he doesn't know what he's doing, and he's 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 listening to the outside noise, and maybe having a hard knocks be the you know be on hard knocks this year probably wasn't the best for him because clearly he can't take this i want to read you something from ian rapaport this was on the firing of broncos head coach uh nathaniel hackett and Uh, and we're going to read this i'm gonna read it two different ways the product on the field for the broncos was bad the qb play was bad the fighting on the sideline was just as bad or maybe worse a sign the coach has had no control over anything thus the firing of Broncos head coach Nathaniel Hackett. Now, I went and took a little Photoshop job and just switched out a couple words. Let me read it again. The product on the field for the Cardinals was bad. The QB play was bad. The fighting on the sideline was just as bad or maybe worse. A sign the coach has no control over anything, thus the firing of Cardinals head coach Cliff Kingsbury. (laughs) If the Broncos, who Hackett had a similar contract because he was just signed, Right to Cliff Kingsbury, if they can get rid of their head coach and they're already making moves to position themselves for a new head coach, the Cardinals need to be doing the same here. I get it; they may be waiting till Black Monday, but Cliff's got to go. I mean, there I'm past. You can go back to our early episodes. Definitely go through the catalog and listen to some of the the good times in early weeks. Uh, I wasn't on the Cliff like Cliff and Kime have to go. But now where we are at, when you fast forward 16, 17 weeks later, if it's full blown, there's no there's no way they can come back. Either of them. No. And what wait, what is his contract right now? Clint Kingsbury. He got a five year extension this offseason. So. OK, so this. OK, so but he was already through his original was a four year through 2023. Yeah, this one's supposed to take him through 2027, if I believe if that's right. Oh, my God. So you're talking five years from now. Yeah, through twenty seven, there is uh, not a single season goes by. I want I want to check what what the guaranteed money is on his. And we've no no one's seen it. If you can find it, that'd be great because I've never heard the guarantees or anything. And that's the one thing that people are speculating that the only justification of these contracts would have been that there are out clauses, but we have not yet heard or seen or or have any real details on Kime or Cliff's contracts and what that may look like. That becomes interesting. 
that becomes, becomes interesting. very interesting because you would hope that Michael Bidwell, being as smart as he is, that he protected himself because they really didn't do much to justify five years. I mean, coming off the finish of last year, I get the team steadily got a little bit better, but the way the team ended last year, nothing about that said, give them five years, which I know we've all beaten to a dead horse.